Welcome to the family with Atlas Hackmaster, Ralph Dave MD. Co-host, Catherine Brandt. <laughs> Andy Brandt Bernard. And Cassie Schrader. And Judy is on mom's lap. Jude. Checking for ticks. Getting his ears picked. <laughs> Checking for ticks. <laughs> we'll be right back. Kristen Burt will join us back in seconds with the family. Michael Bryant, Brad Sean Bryant, what's the latest? Well, basically, we're trying to represent people who have been hurt and talk to them before they talk to an adjuster. Uh, one of the key points is to make sure you know what your rights are before you start talking to the insurance company and they start asking you questions or they try to settle your case early and cheap. Well, what's interesting to me is, you know, a lot of people have fear of attorneys. It makes them very uncomfortable. They get nervous about it. What should I do? I've known Michael for years and years now, and I would highly recommend you. So that should be good enough for everybody because I don't endorse people who are dirtbags. Well, I, I appreciate that. Um, but I guess the key is, is people think I'll charge them if I talk to them. Right. So a lot of people call me up. It's like, how much is this going to cost if you call me back? Like, you want me to call you back? How much will that cost? I don't charge people. The only way I get paid is if we recover, um, if we get money from the, the other side. And there's a lot of people I talk to that I never get paid for that are just part of giving them advice to make sure they know what they can do and what their rights are. And your record's terrific as well, we should point out. Well, it works. It's been good. <laughs> it's been good, ladies and gentlemen. It's been good. And how do they contact you? At, uh, e- either through our website, which is minnesotapersonalinjury.com, minnesotapersonalinjury.com, or at 800-770-7008. Michael Bryant, Bradshaw, and Bryant. Recently, the four Walzer dealerships in Burnsville, Walzer Subaru, Walzer Honda, Walzer Nissan, and Walzer Mazda encountered a hailstorm. Adjusters flew in from around the U.S. to handle a claim on what will be over 2,500 new and used cars. They've drastically reduced the pricing on these vehicles, and there are some wonderful bargains available. But here's the deal. I normally hate the hurry-these-won't-last style of marketing, but in this case, it is true. It's not like they'll go into the back lot at night with hammers and make more. I also usually tell people to check them out online, but in the case of slightly damaged cars, you really do have to see them for yourselves. Stop out to Walzer Mazda, Nissan, Honda, and Subaru just south of the Burnsville Mall on Buck Hill Road. If you really want to, you can tell them Tom sent you, but that sounds kind of dumb. God, this morning I interviewed uh, David Wagner. David Wagner used to be the, or still is, the lead singer of Crow, one of my favorite bands of all time. Caw, caw. Evil woman, don't play your games with me. Don't look at me and say that. Evil woman, I said. I was looking at Ralph, actually. <laughs> Thank oh, you. That's worse. Thank you. I'm transitioning That's now. even I'm worse. Now. I was trying to look at Kristen Burt, but I couldn't find her. That was the problem. You know what I mean? Kristen... I don't think yeah. Kristen can hear she me. She was there. I heard You're a something. Disaster. She's there. Oh, yeah, she's still Kristen. Kristen. She's probably doing yoga. Yeah, what are you doing? <laughs> you doing yoga? Yeah, what are you? You're a booze hound. Did you pass out? Well, we'll have to track her down. Oh, she thinks she can't hear anything. It sounds like an ocean. Oh, God. She mm. disappeared into so a she digital has sea. been drinking. You've been, she's been chewing up a storm. So she can't out hear us at all? I don't know. Nothing has changed on this end unless mm-hmm. someone yanked a cord. Well, it's a possibility. People like that's that always does a possibility. Happen. It does happen. Especially this chair has got good. all kinds of cords everywhere. I don't know. Everywhere. Let's try to call her back. Yeah, maybe. yeah I'll give you a call. I'll call her all right. back. Because I, I got a, a few quest, questions to ask oh. that commie. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah, we Hollywood know. commie. Yeah, that's, that's right. There's no getting around she falls it. In, she always falls in line step with everybody else there. Not. She's good. Exactly. I was looking on Twitter this morning, and um, there was this thing with uh, Cambodia. Cash, what was it? Cashmere Rouge? Was Khmer, Rouge. That Khmer Rouge? Khmer Rouge. That's what it was. Rouge. Cashmere Rouge. <laughs> Rouge. That's, that's, it's that's red Cashmere Rouge. That's wrong. That's, Khmer. That, that's something you find in Bergdorf Goodman. <laughs> it's not something you find in Cambodia. Anyway, these people, um, these poor people, they had to like bury their um, photos and stuff, and they're just starting to, they're digging them out, and there's like a huge, there's a display of them because when they, the, the I guess what happened was the wealthy people mm-hmm. were killed, executed, yep. and well, it's exiled. going to happen in this country eventually. 
So everybody had to hide everything that they had and any, any relationship to anybody that had any power or wealth before this regime took over. So what they're trying to do here. I know. And I was, I was reading this article and I'm like, oh my God, this sounds like America. <laughs> it is. It's That's exactly terrifying. what they're trying to do. Well, I just told Catherine on the way over here. So, you know, uh, they're working on a $15 an hour uh, national minimum wage. I thought they passed it. They didn't. No, the House did, but the Senate won't. But the problem you have with that is small towns like Long Prairie, Minnesota, cannot pay somebody $600 a week to be a busboy. Yeah, don't they have to use some they, common sense when they well, write these they laws? Don't. But here's the best part of it. You ready for the best part of it? So they haven't achieved the $15 an hour minimum wage nationally yet. So now uh, Talib, what's her name, the Michigan, the Michigan what, part of the Congress. squad... Oh, I know. Oh. She's the most zero attention to them. Well, you might want to pay attention to this because they haven't gotten the $15 minimum national wage passed. She said, that's not enough. It has to be $20 an hour. Oh, it's just never going yeah. to stop. Michi- Michigan just started recovering, and she's going to hit those businesses yeah. with that. Yeah, and pretty much, that would pretty much crush small businesses and small towns. It would be, be done. Them. Yep, well, absolutely. That and Walmart together, their history. Is that what these political people want? They want all the small people to go away, and yeah. they, ju- they oh, just yeah. want giant corporations so that the giant mm-hmm. corporations just keep funneling money to them, so they can keep getting yes. elected. Well, and the na- and the big businesses eventually bow to them too. That's the that's what happens with communism. And I'm not I, look. I'm not saying those communists, although they probably are communists. They're <laughs> I'm just, not saying it, but I'm saying they're it. people <laughs> who have never run a business in their lives, well, but now yeah. they're an expert on how to run a business. Which I don't really understand. Look, we all want everybody to make a living wage. That's not the argument here. No. But a living wage in Long Prairie, Minnesota is nowhere near as much as it is in Minneapolis that's and St. Paul, Minnesota. And that's, that's why it should be a local exactly kind right. of a th- uh, process be local, yes. because it has to be customized to each area. And you're right. Long Prairie, they, they, you just don't have the same cost. The housing costs aren't as much. Nothing costs no, that much. Nothing costs no. that much. It, I, I tell you what, if they do pass a national $15 an hour wage... People are going to flee the cities like there's no tomorrow, which is probably what they want. That's why they're I, doing I it. I thought they wanted everybody in the city because then they're not polluting. Only to their get to work. people. We're not getting a hold of Kristen, huh? I cannot I hear, hear you either. I can't, yes. Oh, now she can't. Oh, okay. now you can't. Oh, now all of a sudden you appear oh, out of nowhere. Oh, they pressed oh, the button, oh, Kristen, and there you were. Listening in the weeds. <laughs> no, that was my mic. I forgot I turned my mic off. No, uh, I just recalled her back and plugged it back in. Sometimes it happens. Like in California, 20 bucks an hour won't buy you cigarettes. Jack. I know. So, mm-hmm. so Kristen. Nothing. Nothing. Yeah. Um, we were just talking about the fact that uh, Congresswoman Tlaib in Michigan, now mm-hmm. that you know they're trying to pass a, pass a national minimum wage of $15 an hour, which will drive all, all businesses in small towns in America out of business because they won't be able to compete. But now she uh, stepped up in this, uh, today and said, that's not enough. It has to be $20 an hour. <laughs> what do you think is driving that? Because you're a commie. I'm a commie. <laughs> <laughs> she just oh. laughs. I'm a commie. Because no. it's so absurd. Well, but, it is uh, absurd, yes. Know, it, I mean, it's hard because it, I, I think um, nationally it doesn't make sense because you know, a small town yeah. economy is completely different than totally San Francisco's different. economy. Yes. And, but if you want people to work at, say, a fast food job or some of those customer service jobs that traditionally are at minimum wage, they can't live anywhere near the city for right. even $10 right. an hour. And it has to make sense and it has to be adjusted. Exactly. And you are going to have to pay people which for jobs that you think – that's not a twenty dollar an hour job, but you're going to have to in, in a city like San Francisco, where you know people are well, being yeah. driven so far out. Yeah, I mean, it just that that is it is what it is. But, but that's what I mean. Yeah. For a small, tiny town in like Arkansas or something, paying twenty dollars an hour, you're going to send a McDonald's out of business. Yep, that's exactly right. But, that's why it can't be national. Yeah, it, yeah, but in the big cities, it, you can also raise your prices to cover that twenty dollars an hour. Right. But well, but unfortunately, and people will pay it too, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. but unfortunately, the wait staff who are getting tips now are not going to have that tax-free income because. Uh, but the tips on top of the you know because without the tips will then flow through the establishment in some way, and there'll be some the, the establishment will take some of the tips to cover that increased minimum wage. Well, oh, they're, yeah. they're, there are server, servers now suing restaurants because they're they're pooling the tips. Yeah. 
which what are they supposed to do? Everybody needs a living wage. Why, Allison, you wanted a living wage, and now you want all of it. And Juan and Javier are washing the dishes. They should get a piece of that. those tips because the dishes got to be clean. Otherwise, you don't get a tip. I agree. And there's no, they work just as hard as people out front. Or right. harder. Mm-hmm. There's no tip yep. credit in Minnesota either because $15 an hour in most states includes tips. But in Minnesota, $15 an hour does not include their tips. There's no tip credit. It doesn't make any sense. That's, I know. Their, that's they part don't of their run, income. They don't know how to run a business. Well. Don't you think? I, I just don't well, understand. Maybe we should just stop tipping. We'll just pay, you know. That's what they do in Europe. Yeah, just pay the Pay whatever it is and stop the tipping. A lot of restaurants are doing that in Los Angeles now, asking you not to tip and just saying, listen, we our entire staff is covered with health insurance and health care. There you go. You know, we've adjusted our prices accordingly um, to, you know, to, you know, make that all possible. And you know what? If you don't like it, you don't go and eat with that restaurant. But I actually enjoy it knowing that the entire staff is taken care of and they've got benefits yeah. and everything else. Yeah, it's that's great. Fine. Absolutely. Right. Everybody wants you to survive. Absolutely. It, it's just a situation where uh, the problem I have with that $15 minimum wage, because Minneapolis does have that already, and so does St. Paul, mm-hmm. $15 an hour minimum wage, not a tip credit. So if you start going with restaurants now where you don't tip, that it's just part of their income, they, they, they you know, their health care benefits, all the rest of it, um, then somebody does a really good job, you you can't tip them extra money. You can't reward them well, for great service. Well, in, in Europe, if if it's considered, uh, well, Americans, they figure, are always going to tip because we're just a tipping culture. Yeah, we always but, have um, yeah, if you just leave a couple of euros for yeah. excellent service, that's all they're, they're like, oh, my God, somebody really thinks I'm wonderful. Yeah, well, so that's, that's good. great. That's good. That's all they la Mm-hmm. Okay, there's an acronym I want all five people. It would be Cassie and Andy and Catherine and Ralph, and also, of course, out there in Los Angeles enjoying magnificent life, Kristen Burt. Uh, Boris Johnson is the new prime minister of England, right? Is he? Yeah. Here we go. He's, he's, He's got a new acronym. He just rolled out an acronym today. Did you hear about this, Kristen? No. What's the new acronym? Okay, I'm going to give you the words, and you tell me the acronym. Okay, you ready? Sounds kind of easy. Yeah, it's pretty easy. Ready? Uh-oh. Deliver, unite, defeat, and energize. Oh, <laughs> dude. And he said, and I quote, I'm the dude. Oh, <laughs> What is wrong with the world? That's what I want in a politician is dude. Help us all. <laughs> hey, dude, can you help me yeah, out? Yeah, hey, dude. Oh, I'm dude. Surf's oh. up. Can dude. you pass a law? Unbelievable. Uh, but, you know, that's what we do now is where everybody's down with the homies. It's like, no, you're not. You're not living in the ghetto. Shut up. Not really, is dude a, ho- not, a ghetto thing? Yeah. I don't think it is, is not it? Really. No, that's what I mean. They're oh. trying to be ghetto. And oh, it, nobody, not I've never heard anyone in the inner city call anyone a dude. With the head no, homie. Thanks, I'm with the head Dude. Seriously, dude. Why? Like, seriously, dude. Christian would know that. She's right there by yeah. the surfers. Why do they always the head bob all the dude? You know, they got the head bob <laughs> going. Is that dude. to work the hair or something? I don't know. That's pretty funny. I don't know. I'm not near the beach, so <laughs> I don't hang out with too many surfers. Yeah, I understand that. I got. I got to tell you one thing. I saw on TV yesterday during the morning show it was really cool. I was watching Good Morning America. Well, it scrolls through to different channels. Yeah, it goes. It goes ABC, NBC, CBS, Fox, and other channel, whatever. I look up at the screen, and David Spade is on Good Morning America yesterday. Hmm. Right? What's he up to? David Spade, who's about the size of Jude, no, he's Jude's not a big bigger. guy. Walks out on stage, and he's at least five inches taller than George Stephanopoulos. <laughs> Robin Roberts comes over, and she's a foot taller than David Spade. <laughs> it was unbelievable. She is amazing, though. She was a hell of an athlete. I don't think people know that. Really? Yeah, Robin Roberts, a hell of an athlete. Hmm. Uh, but what, she yeah, was a very tall woman. What'd she do? Uh, God, you know, I don't even remember. I, was she a runner? Was she... I don't remember anymore. I was just talking to Michelle. Robert, wasn't she a the, uh, basketball player? Yeah, the basketball player. That's she right. Was? She was oh. a basketball yeah, player. Yeah, right? I did yep, not know that's that. That's exactly right. NCAA, maybe. 
Okay, Kami, now here's, I need your help in this, and I'm not trying to be a smartass or criticizing it. I'm trying to figure out the difference in something. Okay. Okay, so I need your help out there in, in Hollywood. Okay, you ready? Okay. Okay. Do you know who Bella Thorne is? I do, yes. Okay. She announced today that she's pansexual. And when I looked up the meaning of the word pansexual, it said bisexual. It means bisexual, but extra special. But how are you extra special if you're... Look, I I don't care what you call yourself, but they entered it as like a new category. There was... was, uh, People um, care more about labels than they do about what those labels mean. Oh, God, yes. Absolutely. So I really don't care what... you know, Bella Thorne does with her bits. I don't care. You're happy doing whatever you do. I'm happy for you. It makes you happy. Good. It's wonderful. But do you know the difference between pansexual and bisexual? Because I couldn't I, find it. Here is my, in my brain, this is how I sort of sort it out. Okay. It doesn't mean it's 100% accurate, but this is kind of the way I see, especially a lot of millennials talk about pansexuality versus bisexuality. Right. Bisexual really means that you're attracted to both sexes male and female when people identify as male or female right however pansexual um you're not limited in who you choose to be with whether it turns out to be someone who identifies like i know i'm a girl i know i'm a boy or whatever else or Mm -hmm. someone who is gender fluid or someone who may be a transgender um i think it opens up the, so you'll do anybody uh, is what it who means. You might, you'll, yeah, the scope of who you may be in a relationship with. Ah. Well, but that would be bisexual, wouldn't it? No, because with the whole trans thing, it's a little bit more confusing. Because I think a lot of people that are bisexual may not um, open themselves up to being with a transgender person. Oh, I, I see. That, okay. You know I, what I'm I, saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah I so guess. I'm just saying pansexual is a broader scope, if that makes sense. And then a lot of people um, that I know find themselves, you know, non-binary, gender fluid. So some people might want, if, if I'm, let's say I'm bisexual, I may say I want someone that knows that they're a man or someone that knows that they're a woman, where I think pansexual, you're, you're open to exploring everything. Andy, block your ears because I'm Catherine sexual. That's what I <laughs> Yeah, there you go. I identify. Well, we had children. I think the kids know that, you know. Something happened once. We had a relationship. You know. Tom, I pulled this up on Wikipedia, and the symbol for the pansexuality looks like Prince's deal. It's, prin- prince's, it's just prince's, prince's, prince's yeah. glyph. Almost. It looks like, like his glyph. glyph. That's right. we got to take a break. And, and if right anyone back. else was gender fluid, it was Prince. So there you go. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's true. Very true. Uh, we'll be right back because I'm going to ask you one other thing. Because when I did see what she said in the, the description of it, I, I, I got really confused, and I'll tell you why I got confused. We'll be right back. Part two. Kristen Burt finally got off her ass and came back to the show. It's about time. (laughs) We'll be right back. It's Tom Bernard with CEO Michael Bilski from North American Banking Company. Michael, we spent some time talking about your free app and money transfer service, XCheck, which is just great, by the way. You can transfer money to your kid to travel home from college and lots of other uses. I got wind of another service you provide at North American Banking Company. What's this super ID I've been hearing about? Great question, Tommy. Super ID uses your face proof and your finger proof to keep your identity and your money secure. It's really a foolproof way to protect your family and your business from identity fraud. It's simple, fast, and oh, the best part is that it's free to our customers. Super ID, super easy, and super secure. Visit nabanco.com or see my personal banker to get the scoop on XCheck and Super ID. North American Banking Company, a better banking experience. Member FDIC and an equal housing lender. Tom Bernard here for Whiting Clinic LASIK and Cataract. There's no better time than now to ditch your contacts and pitch your glasses. Whiting Clinic is the place I trusted to do this for me, and it's not just me. There's a reason Whiting Clinic is the number one LASIK practice in the United States. Dr. Whiting's unsurpassed experience, the most advanced Contura laser technology, and lifetime coverage are all backed by Whiting Clinic's best price guarantee. Being the experts they are, they wanted to make sure you have the very best for your eyes, just like I did. Call now for Whiting Clinic's $500 off LASIK savings. If you're like me, not a big fan of glasses and contact lenses, then it's time you found out if you're a candidate for LASIK. And Whiting Clinic is definitely the place to go. Call 855-554-2020 today. 
or visit whitingclinic.com to set up your free LASIK consultation. Remember to tell them that I sent you and save $500 on your LASIK. Offer good for a limited time. Call Whiting Clinic for details. Good for both eyes only. Cannot be combined with any other offer. So funky. This song is exactly what we're talking about. Pansexuality? Well, this is a song called from Prince called Controversy. And in the title, oh, he's yeah, like, controversy. am I straight? Am I gay? Am I black? Am I white? Yeah. You know, he just, he liked that allure, though. He, he loved does. it. Oh, wait a minute. Now, see, here's the problem I had with Bella Thorne's description of what pansexual means. Um... Bella Thorne previously came out as bisexual, but in an interview with Good Morning America this week, the actress revealed, I'm actually pansexual. It says, uh, pansexual. And I didn't know that as she defined it. Being pansexual means you like what you like. Doesn't have to be a girl or a guy or, you know, a he, a she, a they, a this or that. I took that to mean it would include animals. It means give me attention. No. Well, it says a guy or a girl or a he or a she, a this, a that, or this. I mean, I... No. Her Look, publicist didn't coach her enough, so she didn't know what to say. <laughs> Is that what let's it was? Hope not animals. That might have been true. I, yeah, let's, I don't care, like you said. Stay away from the animals and the little kids. I don't care what you do with your bits and parts. Yeah. Your, it was your wedding as tackle. As long as you've got uh, <laughs> a mutual <laughs> partner, do whatever you want. Boy, she's a, she's a needy young lady, isn't she? <laughs> she really is. What what has she been? I don't even know who that is. I don't know who Bella Thorne even is. She came to fame um, on Disney Channel. She was on a show called oh. Shake It Up. Oh, okay. And I was doing a lot of Disney Channel coverage. In fact, she starred with Zendaya on that show. And I think a lot of people know Zendaya from the Spider-Man films. Right. She's on the new HBO show Euphoria. Well, you know, and it was funny. Um, I think that uh, Bella has struggled for a long time. She lost her father when she was a kid. And I don't think she had a lot of guidance mm-hmm. um, while she got seen very young. And she was kind of allowed to run a little bit wild. And we yeah. kind of seen that, you know, at, even into her young adulthood. Where Zendaya, both of her parents were educators. Every time I would see Zendaya out in her, at an event, her parents were always there chaperoning, making sure she was okay. And we're kind of watching mm-hmm. their careers go in two different directions because of this. Yeah, yeah, I guess that's what it is. But I, I just, I don't really understand... Like, if somebody asked me my sexual preference, I would say, I'm a none of your goddamn business. <laughs> yeah, so you, but you come from a generation where nobody wanted to be labeled. Nobody wanted to be pigeonholed in this little box. Nobody liked that. We wanted the freedom to just do what we wanted and yeah. we wanted people to stay out of our business. Now, everybody wants everybody to know their business, mm-hmm. and they want to... Make sure that, that you know that you know, and that you know if you don't like it, then they can attack you. It, 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 it's interesting because when they when when it's, it was is G L B T, and then they, but they started adding letters, and everybody teased they were going to get the whole alphabet. Man, yeah. they are getting close. They are yeah, getting I, close. I, you got we got at least ten already uh, different letters. So I mean, I, I am just going to say, Kristen, does that make sense to you that I, it's really nobody's business what I am? What color I am, what gender I am, none of your business. Leave me alone. You do whatever you yeah, want to do. N- it has no effect on how you do your job. No, it really doesn't. I don't need everybody to know what I am. I just I have no need for that. But now I guess these days, and, and, and what? And to prove that, there have been plenty of uh, uh, men stars that were gay that were huge heartthrobs in the movies. Montgomery Cliff. Yeah, I mean it. it so it doesn't really matter. What your preferences no, it are at all in any profession, just do your no. job. It's easier to give yourself a unique label than to actually be. Well, unique. one yeah, of the you probably. know things about having you know a heartthrob movie star was the you know possibility that being able to dream about yeah. you know I'll marry that, him one day. Yeah, exactly. That they might be able to love me, but it's like oh, they're gay. You don't have a chance <clears throat> with them, so. It's not. It's not. It's, yeah, maybe. Yeah. Or is the other fantasy? Oh, he's gay. I could, I, as a straight woman, I, I could, could, I could, him. I could, I could get that. I could. Yep. I don't know. What, I don't know what that's called. It's not praying the gay out of the person. It's a, you know, I could convert him because I, you know, mm, blah blah I blah blah. blah, I, blah I, don't, I, I think it, most women are over that fantasy, but maybe there's some people left that think that way. I don't know. You know there's but, a lot that uh, you know want to date uh, men on death row, so. Well, yeah, there are. Yeah, there's a, there's a point. Unfortunately, that's true. But yeah, I just. Or fortunately, yeah. I don't know. It's all very confusing to it me is, why everybody wants to be labeled 
like down to the nth degree. Yeah, you know, it, the, you know, and, and really the gay community has really struggled struggled to get the what they what the rights or the privileges or the same recognition as uh, a straight the straight population, and they've kind of achieved that in so many ways. And yes. you know, there's still I'm sure there's still prejudice. There's, there's, all that stuff still goes on, but they're so close. Still, countries so, where it's illegal. Okay, so now we're. Okay, now you're all. So, but they're still trying to segregate themselves. I'm still trying to say, oh, we look, look, we're still having the parades and things like that. And you know, at some point, you know, you know, they still have these shocking scenes where men are kissing in the movies. Well, we're past that now. Yeah, it's we're, not shocking I, I, anymore. It's not shocking anymore. Good, knock yourself out. Great. Yeah, I, which may be that we achieved what we set out to achieve. Is like 99.9 percent of people don't care what your sexuality is. Yeah. So maybe we did achieve what they set out to achieve. I don't know. I've never cared about it once again. Well, maybe the next uh, area to conquer is globally. Yeah, I guess. Good but, luck. You know, being Good in, luck. Being in voiceover from the time I was 25 years old, I was around gay people my entire life because most of the agents and a lot of the producers are gay. So I was always around gay. Why would I care? Scott Linder was one of my favorite people in the world. And he was, he was my New York agent with... Uh, with Don Buckwald back in the day, and I thought the world of Scott. Matter of fact, I, Scott is the only person from that office I still talk to once in a while. It's been a few years again, but Scott Linder, I just loved him. He he said, you can edit this out if you think it's probably, for the radio part of it, you probably can. Okay. But I came in one day, and we're talking about this, that, and the other. He goes, what's that shirt? And, and then Scott was, was over, well, he was very proud of being a gay man, and he made it known to everybody that he was very proud of that, which is really great. But he says, what's that shirt you're wearing? I said, what do you mean? He goes, that shirt, what does TC mean? I said, oh, it's a Minnesota Twins baseball team. He goes, baseball? I'm only into one sport. And I said, really, what's that? And he goes, dyke hockey. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay, Scott. Whatever. You, that's what he said, Kristen. Mm. Uh, so oh my gosh. an outspoken gay man like that. I loved it, though. Because he would just be very open about everything. You you didn't have to worry if Scott Linder was going to lie to you. He was just very honest, a great guy. I loved I loved working with him. He's a wonderful guy. But I, I remember he said, "I'm like, uh, 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 I didn't know what what to say." Ah, what a world that was. What a world. What a, well, it's kind of got to be like that in Los Angeles too. You run into some pretty big uh, big personalities, I would imagine. Yeah, you do. I mean, we definitely, um, I mean, it sort of runs the gamut out here, gay, gay, straight and everything in between, because yeah, yeah. it's Hollywood. <laughs> no, it's exactly right. And in New York, pretty much in the voiceover business and the, a bunch of actors and all that. So it was the same situation. Yeah. But not one person I ever worked with cared. And that was back in 1980, 81 maybe. I mean, that was a long, long time ago. No one cared who was gay and who wasn't. Yeah, but you were in an industry where yeah, it guess. was pretty. It was common. I guess that's true. I mean, I in high school, I don't remember any high school students. Well, I we had suspicions about it, <laughs> but nobody. Suspicions, no, I mean, nice. we really did. Uh, nobody came out really in high school. They always yeah. came out. Seemed like in college or even after college, they would come out. So, I mean, that's completely different. I mean, when Andy yeah. and Alex were in high school, one generation later, I mean, yeah. we had that's Alex's true. gay friends over all the time. Well, I've, yeah, I've been around gay men at a young age because my mom was a hairdresser, and there was a sure. couple men that she worked with that were gay, and, oh, I love them. They were so fun. Mm-hmm. You know, I yeah. and I never looked at them and been like, you know, you're weird. I, you no. know, it, it was just like, they were who they were, right. This is starting to, this is, it's, 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 it's starting to gravitate toward, some of my best friends are gay. Yeah. Some of my best friends are gay. My friends are gay and black and everything else. Big deal, you know. It was, it's never been a big, well, again, growing up, not before we, you know, after we moved up from Plymouth, but along Plymouth Avenue, when I was a little kid, seven years old, whatever, there were men that dressed like women back then. Sure. And they dressed as women every day. 
So it was like, oh, okay, whatever. Now, that's the same area where my next-door neighbor got shot in the head with a shotgun because he was burning boxes in his backyard. No. So it wasn't the normal neighborhood, no. I would say oh that, gosh. in any way, shape, or form. <laughs> you, let's, just, let's just say it was an aberration. It was, yes, it was an aberration, absolutely. You're absolutely right. I have, uh, by the way, speaking of that, I... I I drive through North Minneapolis still pretty much every day. Not every day, but pretty much every day. There's a feeling there that is is very unsettling to me. I will tell you that. There's a lot of stuff going. On. I just I don't know how August is going to turn out because why? I just think there's a lot of unrest. I really do. People are not happy. Well, first of all, if you're a black person in America today and you tune on the television news, all you hear about is racism. Mm-hmm. That's all they ever talk uh, about on the Twitter, news anymore. Twitter, too. Oh, my God. And Twitter's I just think, horrible. I think, you know, people who can reason are going to go, yeah, whatever. You're trying to make money off of my skin color or whatever. But there are other people that take it to heart and go, yes, everyone hates me because of my skin color. It's very dangerous, and I really wish they wouldn't do that. Well, Kristen, I mean, L.A.'s had their problems with going going back for decades. Yeah. Definitely not new news by any means. But I do think that what I do like is that there's been a lot more dialogue, at least here in Los Angeles, about, you know, I I think sometimes, you know, each decade things shift. Mm -hmm. Certain words go away. You know, you're like, you can't say that you can't use that whether it's in reference to race whether it's in reference to gender whether it's in reference to sexuality so i feel like i've had a lot more conversations in the past couple of years Hmm. that i think are eye-opening especially when you're white and you don't necessarily um encounter the same situations that someone of color would yeah no there's no question about that but we can we all learn from it I, i just I do remember when all this stuff started to change and people were much more. I, I kind of thought, well, why is this even happening? Because it was always like, I mean, I did grow up in a neighborhood. Again, not when I lived up around Broadway, you know, later on in the years. But up until about seventh grade, I lived in a neighborhood that uh, a lot of hookers lived there. A lot of, you know, a lot of every kind of person who I guess wouldn't fit in anywhere else. You know, if they lived in, in your average neighborhood, they just wouldn't fit in. Whereas in North Minneapolis, you're all just trying not to get shot. <laughs> you fit so, in. You automatically fit in. So you automatically fit in. Otherwise, you're going to get shot. So, you know. You know, the, you know, the idea of racism and, and people calling someone a racism, those are people who really have never been around racism. That's exactly yeah. right. You know, I grew up in exactly. a family that was like, was racist. Two of my uncles were in the Klan. You know, it just was, you know, that was... That was Ooh. really hardcore. Those were in the clan. Yeah, know and and you and you wow. and when you're around that and you see that and you go, whoa, you know. So when you've seen that 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 absolute uh, hatred, you know, that's a whole different thing than what you know. The idea of racism now is that the, the word is used to say when you say something that it's an insinuation that you have suppressed racial hatred that you know yeah. you don't want anybody to know about, and and it's just not that way. I, you know, there but there's still. You still get beat up if you're Chinese or you're Asian or you're black or day, Hindu. I mean, to this day, there are places. Really? Oh yeah, but there's That's places. Amazing. But there's places. There's places in L.A. You get beat up if you're a whitey. Yeah. I mean, that's actually, ex- that's the reality. You go east, east L.A. Interesting fact community. about that: 2018, only two races had recorded deaths from hate crimes, black and white. Really? Yeah. That's wow, amazing. Kane? Really? Hmm. Oh, so Kristen, I have to ask you this. Do you think that Asians are happy coming on? Because everybody perceives them to be kind of like part of the white race. Have you noticed that? That they don't really embrace Asians and people of, you know, the people of color or women of color or whatever. They don't tend to. You know, I, I, yeah, well, I think one, you know, I think people of color oftentimes see them as white. And I think they do. When you're white, you see people of color. And then when it comes, and I do think that this is why Crazy Rich Asians was such a huge hit. They felt underrepresented in the movies for years. Um, And they came out and drove because they're like, we're finally represented on the big screen. And we're starting to see that change and shift slowly. But it really, I mean, for them, it's like, hey, we're here, too. Well, Ali Ali Wong's uh, movie on Netflix, I don't think there was one white person that talked. There (laughs) there there were were white people in the background, but I don't think there was one 
white person that talks. I love Allie Wong. In the whole movie. And I, she's it was, great. I thought I it was, she's so funny. She her is stand-up is great. A really nice And it was a funny movie. Too. It was a funny movie. Yeah, I, I gotta watch that. I had an associate who was from Persia. Her family was from Persia. And I suggested that they, that they, that they weren't white. And she says, no, we're white. And, oh, yeah, and, they, and, and it yeah. was so interesting. I go, oh, I guess you are because they were sort of the area, the model of the Aryan group for Hitler. I mean, I, you, yeah. you just, you, it just the prejudicial ideas are just so odd. I laugh at myself, you know, more it's than really once because weird. of that. Yeah, we'll take a break. Be right back more with Kristen Burt. We're gonna hear what the hell's going on in Hollywood. They got one giant movie out right now, and I don't know if anybody can get in the way. Although Friday will be the 85th version of what Quentin Tarantino thinks is a movie. I'll be right back. What are the things you want to avoid when it comes time to sell your home? Hey, it's Tom with my realtor, Chris Lindahl. If you're like most people, it's things like open houses, staging, decluttering, repairs, maintenance, and all the people coming through your house. Hey, Tom, the Guaranteed Offer Program from Chris Lindahl Real Estate was created for people like you so that you can avoid the things that you don't like doing when it comes time to sell your home. We have been presenting offers for homes in most price ranges. Homeowners are loving our guaranteed offer program, especially how much money they are making on their home sale without the inconveniences. So this program is for all price ranges and conditions, including perfectly maintained homes? Most homes do qualify. To see if your home qualifies, go to chrislindahl.com and click Get Offer right now. Will you be the next homeowner to accept an offer from our guaranteed offer program? Find out now. If you qualify, you will get an offer in 48 hours or less, and the best part is you get to pick a closing date that is convenient for you and close in as little as three weeks. Go to chrislindahl.com right now to see if you qualify or call 763-401-SOLD. That is 763-401-SOLD. Tom here for Sabre Plumbing, Heating, and Air Conditioning. Right now, Sabre and Bryant are teaming up to offer 0% financing for 36 months when you buy a new Bryant furnace. This is the perfect time to replace your old furnace with a new trouble-free, energy-efficient furnace from Sabre. And when you buy Bryant equipment, you're getting one of the most trusted names in the industry. This 0% offer is available for a limited time. Call Sabre Plumbing, Heating, and Air Conditioning to find out more, and please tell them that Tom sent you. Saber and Bryant, whatever it takes. I love the colorful clothes you wear And the way the sunlight plays upon her hair Just talked to Mike Love yesterday. What a great guy. Oh, Don Poss died. Don Poss is the guy that built the worst stadium in the history of uh, the world metrodome? the metrodome yeah he built it for 55 million while everybody else was building hundreds of millions of dollars of stadium minnesota went the cheap route and built a piece of crap called the metrodome <laughs> built but a we, tent yeah a tent basically but we did uh win two world series in that building so mm-hmm. mr poss we appreciate it because two world series came away so there we is love a that part of it there's a like a happy medium between not spending enough on sports and spending too much on yeah, sports, though. Yeah, I agree with when that. When people, like the $500 billion new stadium, it's like, well, where's that money coming from? Yeah, and well, there is And is it going back to where it Usually came from? Usually it's an alcohol tax. Yeah, exactly. And are the people getting that money back? Is it investment? No, it is no, not. No, God, no. They'll never get that money back. Well, the bars and restaurants around the stadiums usually they do. They like it, yeah. yeah. I'm very sad because Art Neville died at the age of 81. The Neville brothers, Aww. Art Neville, Aaron Neville, some of the greatest singers of all time, absolutely loved Art Neville. Uh, it really sorry to see, but, you know, I guess 81. It's And then Dave Mordahl on the show today goes, what are they telling him what he died of? He's 81. You shouldn't even give a reason for death. It's just he's 81. Lung cancer. I, You know, I don't even know. I, I guess I could track well, it down. Why else I, would he be upset that... Like, oh, like, well. Oh. <laughs> I'm just I like saying. <laughs> I like that. I'm just saying. You don't want to be reminded. Yeah, I suppose that's probably true. You don't want to be reminded by it. Uh, Let's see. Oh, in any case, I was just uh, I was just telling Ralphie here, Kristen, that there's a, a Steve Rothmeyer, the former CEO of Northwest Airlines. He died, I guess, a few years ago. Well, 19, uh, 2014, I think he died. Oh, they didn't give mm-hmm. his cause of death, so... Oh, for Art Neville? Yeah, I don't know what he's oh, talking yeah, about. I don't know. But in any case, uh, we... Uh, so his house that he... He built a castle in the forest in in Egan, and it it is a castle. I mean, the thing is... 
there in the women's uh, closet in the master bedroom area. There's a fireplace mm-hmm. in the closet. Seems <laughs> ill-advised. It is huge. Literally <laughs> cloths everywhere. Yeah, I don't know about that. Well, basically, situation. No, but it's so big that the the clothes aren't anywhere near the fireplace. Uh, but it's a situation where you would invite your friends to come in and drink champagne by the fireplace while you're picking out your outfit. That sounds fabulous. Yeah, I mean, pretty fabulous. But it's kind of sad in a way because it's such a specific home. I mean, you'd have to want to live in a castle and consider yourself basically royalty. Now, the people that did buy it in 2014 did a really nice job renovating the inside. It's it's beautiful. There's no getting around that. It's really, really that nice. That sell well in L.A. because it walking would, yes. clo- I mean, I, I, would, I don't even want to say walking closets, but like rooms that are closets mm. are a very big thing in Los Angeles. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Well, Catherine's got a room for a closet. She does. Big shot. I share it with you. No, you don't. If you notice that your clothes are in there, too. Yeah, I got one shirt. Well, then I'll throw it away and (laughs) take it all over. I'd live in the castle if I didn't have to pay for it. But here's the problem they have with it. They dropped the price by another million dollars. It's down to two million. Wow. Maybe and this place, it. it looks like it's worth about ten, twelve million dollars. I yeah, mean, at least. what's the location? Are you, are you looking can, at it? Oh yeah, it would be it would be fifty to a hundred in L.A. Oh, in L.A. it'd be a hundred million dollars. On Melrose, it, or, yeah, or on uh, yeah Melrose, no, not Melrose, up on the hill, Two Hollywood Hills. Yeah, I was like Sunset. Yeah, above Sunset. They give you the property taxes on it there, Ralphie? Yeah. <laughs> that's where oh, property taxes on, are. Oh, Mulholland, yeah, that's Mulholland. That's what I wanted to say. There you go, Mulholland. There you go. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, it's a beautiful house, but it's it's. Yeah, but it is sort of sort of Minnesota Castle. It is Minnesota, Minnesota Castle. Castle. No, what you're does right. that like, mean? Oh, is Half-assed? It, I mean, no, it, it, <laughs> yeah, it, pretty much. The, the, the Minnesota architectural design for homes is just so peculiar. A lot of roof angles. Wait, it's yeah, just, that's true. It's certainly not form follows function. It's function follows form. Oh. No, that's stuff. true. It's a little bit funny that way. but Well, in Minnesota, you know, you need angles because otherwise your roof will cave in from, because the, of snow, <laughs> from the snow. You can't fall. do flat roofs here. Kristen, where did you live when you lived in Minnesota? Um, I was, um, outside of it, I was in Eden Prairie. No, I mean your exact address. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> she probably doesn't Or, or Minnetonka. Oh, you were in Minnetonka. I was, actually, I worked in Eden, uh, Minnetonka, yeah. My, my work address was Eden Prairie, and I lived in Minnetonka. Yeah. Oh, I see. Okay, so, uh, yeah. So, I mean, it, where, where in Minnetonka? Right on the lake? No, I lived in a, uh, like a condo complex somewhere. I couldn't even... I could drive there, but I couldn't tell you where. Oh, yeah, I, I understand. It's been a long so. time. Yeah. But, yeah, it's uh, Minnesota is a different kind of place. They, they want to be New York. There's so a, Minneapolis bad. does. Not, St. Paul, not so necessarily. St. Paul kind of wants to be Chicago, and Minneapolis yeah. kind of wants to be New York. New York, yeah. Mm-hmm. Or, or does St. Paul want to be Boston? <clears throat> yeah, Boston. Yeah, maybe something yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah, something like that. It's true. It depends on how Irish the area is. You know what's really <laughs> funny about that, Kristen? Is, yeah, it's true. Um, is that uh, there was an article today about Al Franken, how he should have never resigned and blah, blah, blah. Oh, yeah, he's mm-hmm. sad that he, he said he shouldn't yeah. have. Yeah, that's a deep dive article. I, I think it's, the whole situation was weird from start to finish, honestly, mm-hmm. the way it came up. And I think it felt like it got really swept up in the whole Time's Up, Me Too yeah. movement. Yeah, yep. Well, I will um, tell you this. The first person that ever came out and defended him said he should not have resigned was me. Uh, because there was not enough evidence to, to go after him. Now, he was right there helping out, cheering on the people trying to destroy Kavanaugh. I don't really understand that, because there was no more evidence to Kavanaugh than it was for you, uh, and actually you did a lot worse things than he was accused of. I think Clear-cut that, case of live by the sword, die by that's the sword. Exactly. I, think, about I, think that, I think that photograph is what did him in. Yeah. But she was wearing a flak vest. It doesn't matter. It still was a... I do that to Ralph all the time. It still was one of those frat boy, you know, jerk guy thing. We all hate it. As women, we hate it. But he was a... He's a comedian goofball. He is a goofball. That's what he was doing. If there was a picture of him doing that to a man, like, you know, pretending to grab his crotch, no one would care. So uh, why know. is that? I think they might care. Yeah, maybe but nowadays. Here's the thing. I, I understand why the woman was upset by it. Because it is, it's upsetting. It's annoying. It's harassment. It's, it is frat boy. We've, as women, we've dealt with this behavior for all of your lives, guys. <laughs> I understand that. Lives. But mm-hmm. I think, yeah. And, but at the same time, um, I would hope that... <laughs> 
as a senator, his his be- behavior had changed, and right. you know what I mean. Um, and I, I do think we need to figure out like when people have done things and learned lessons, and if they needed therapy, they they made themselves better people. And then the people that just continue to abuse people yeah. in abuse situations and don't learn a lesson, there's those are two totally different things. Yeah. Anthony Weiner. But yeah. he, he seemed to be com- com- persistent yes. in his behavior. Yeah, whereas, that's true. You know, yeah, he was just a gross person. Well, yeah, there is that. He is, and he has the most beautiful wife, and he just like is just like I'm just going to be gross. He no looks way. like is it Beavis or Butthead? He looks Beavis. like Beavis. He looks just like yeah, Beavis. Yeah, it's Beavis. <laughs> he looks identical to Beavis. Uh, and he is such a Beavis. He is a Beavis. Well, yeah. I mean, I'm sure that <laughs> what happened was he married out of his league, and then he started getting an inferiority complex. Well, so he had to, to me, I, you know, he had to tell himself he had to seek validation from multiple women to. Confirmed to himself that he was worth it, basically. Yeah, it was. That was a really good documentary. Well, and I mean, another thing is, I mean, I'm sorry, but the poli- uh, Washington is just like a great big, huge cesspool. Cesspool where yeah, every is. there's yeah. there's just everything that every wanton thing in the world yeah. is going on there. And every person that goes there that's good ends up getting well, you most know, and turn into poop. Yeah, or, or leaving. Into just part of the sewage. They either yeah. just leave. Or leave. Yeah. yeah, they either leave or else they become one of us. One no, of true. us. I will tell you, and we've talked about this before. I've talked about it with you know Chad Daniels and other comedians, and it's not that I'm upset about it, but over the past 35 years, I cannot tell you how many times taking a picture with listeners that at the last second before they snap the picture, the woman grabs my crotch. Cause okay, it, just, it's not well, sexual. They think it's funny. It's disgusting, and they shouldn't do but, that. But I know, I know, but I didn't find it to be sexual. It was just they thought it was funny. Hee-hee. I know, and it happened uh-huh. all the time. Uh, all the Being time. unfunny doesn't wow. mean you should have your life ruined. Yeah, get though. a different yeah. joke. So I don't know. Yeah, don't invade my interpersonal space, please. Exactly. Intellectually as well. Get the halo around you. What would happen though if somebody did that to you, you weren't expecting it and you like did a you know, just a reaction of punching them? What I, would happen? The first, time, right. the first few times it happened I did recoil, like I didn't yeah. know it was gonna happen. And yeah, it, at first what, it's really shocking. What you do as, as a man, as a, not as a woman, but as a man, they do that. You shove forward. You give that hip thrust right forward. <laughs> Boy, you give that. You, that's you give, really nice. You go, Whoa. That's Whoa. really nice. <laughs> that's, really good. It's making it uncomfortable for everybody. No, I don't know. I, put I, a mouse trap in there. <laughs> <laughs> put a mouse trap in your pants. Exactly. Now I don't know. People think that stuff is funny, and there's no. uh, they they call it squirreling. Actually, it's not funny to grab a guy's. Really? Crotch. I didn't even know it had a name. What was that, Kristen? I didn't realize it had a name. Yeah, it's called squirreling. <laughs> apparently, grabbing a guy's sack is um, called squirreling. I've told you about Concho. Like, women shouldn't be doing that to men. Men shouldn't be doing it to women. No. Who learned this behavior, yes. and who thinks it's funny? Keep your hands I to yourself. I don't want my body touched touched by random strangers. Right. What is Concho, Andy? I told you about that. The Japanese prank as it were where you hold your fingers like a gun mm-hmm. and then you sneak up behind someone and you crouch down and you go right into their crotch up no their the butt. other up side their butt. No. Oh no. my God. Yep. well see in japan apparently funny thinks prank. that's very funny yeah every, oh, people God. have been doing that kind of stuff all over the world for all human history it's infantile you know, a lot of people are infantile. We're not going to break free, are we? Or maybe it's a suppressed sexuality in some way. Or that. Mm. Well, that could be. Could that be. could absolutely be the truth. But uh, I don't know. We'll we'll just keep moving forward and we'll live our lives and everything is good. I do have a question for everybody here. God, we only got a few minutes. Chris, that every time you come on, it's like you're on for two minutes and the hour's over. <laughs> it's terrible. I'm so entertaining. Yes, that's exactly what it is. How about this poor dog? They bring him into prison to search uh, cells. He goes in the corner and sniffs the corner, comes out, about an hour later, drops dead. Meth? Yeah, some sort of drug. Fentanyl. Oh, yeah, or carfentanil. Uh, He smelled it and died? Oh, that stuff. Did he eat it? 
it no doesn't really it. matter how it touches you. Pure carfentanil, you touch it, you're basically dead. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Sad. Why would they invent that? In because it's an invented drug, isn't it? Yeah, but it's it's a concentrate, so you only have to ship a tiny vial oh, to a that's why. to a pharmaceutical company, and that's then they can why. make you know ten thousand doses out of it. But you don't use it medically. It's a veterinary drug. That's for elephants and stuff like well, that. Well, yeah. It's not. No, it's it? not. No, it's not a medical used drug. I wouldn't think so. Fentanyl is. Sufenta, Remy fentanyl, but not carfentanil. Yeah. No, carfentanil is, yeah. But it's still you. why they make things so powerful that you can't use them in their undiluted. It's like Coca-Cola. Yeah. If you tried to drink Coca-Cola syrup, you would die. Really? Yeah. It's extremely mm. corrosive. But they oh, dilute I it suppose. so much. Because yeah. then they only yeah. have to ship the uh, syrup over. That's true. Because everyone's got water. That's true. Saves I've seen Coca Cola syrup before, but I've they never tasted it. Give you a little agina? Is that what you're saying? Agina. <laughs> agina. It's the angina. It's it not I didn't vagina. say angina. I said agina. Agina. It would give you a little throat hemorrhage. Yeah, she's a good, she's oh. a cute vag- yeah, vagina, like, too. <laughs> yeah, that's you could take the rust off a bumper. Oh, you absolutely. Could. Absolutely, it would. Oh, yeah. Remember yeah. back when all those videos were circulating, people cleaning their toilets yeah. with Coca Cola? I guess you can do I guess you still yeah, do it works. that. It well, I mean, it's got, that hard it's got water bubbles, speed. it's got acid, it's got everything. I think this is true. Don't they say that ketchup is the best way to clean your silver? I don't know that one. Uh, Apparently, oh, ketchup really? is, is that really good. Life hack that I don't know about. I, I would get... not want my silver to smell like ketchup. No, <laughs> I, would, I wouldn't either. I'd probably I, rinse it I off. I tend to agree with you on that one. Yeah, you might want to rinse it off after you do it. That's a possibility. You hose it down a little bit before you get back you to it. You go into Kristen's grandma's silver drawer and it's all covered in ketchup. Oh smells my like God. McDonald's. Yeah, yeah. You're, why does your silver smell like McDonald's? What's that all about? Oh. I, I'll never forget. Forget Jay Leno's great joke. Uh, he said, I don't know what it is about McDonald's. He said, don't get me wrong. I love going to McDonald's, but I will go and have lunch at McDonald's and I'll go home. I'll go to bed. I'll get up the next day. I'll go in the shower. I'll get dressed. I'll go to work and somebody go, what'd you eat at McDonald's? Yeah, I know. <laughs> I can smell yeah. it two oh, days later. Oh, yeah. My car, when the kids were little. Oh, yeah. You get those oh, yeah. french fries oh, in yeah. the car one time, and that's it. They are good Something friends. about the oil that they use, it's like specific to them. Yeah. It's so tasty. Oh, <laughs> is this fast food uh, perfume like they do in the stores oh, and in the casinos? Oh, it's yeah, own, that's the McDonald's mm. scent. Yeah. Yeah. McDonald's scent. Pipe that stuff it's in. possible. Onions and fries. That's exactly. All, all they'd have to do is heat a thimble of that oil very slightly and it would cover the entire city. KFC has the same thing. Smells characteristic. You know the difference between KFC yep. and McDonald's. Mm-hmm. Indeed. Kristen, we, we will not talk to you again until next week. This is terrible. But I'll be back. Well, that's a good thing. You're not taking another month off like you just did? No, I was at the Emmy nominations last week. Anybody, any of your buddies going to win? Of course, all of them are going to win. <laughs> okay, Every well, last one. I'm glad to hear. We'll talk we'll, to you next we'll week. We'll go over it. When, yeah, we'll go over it when we get closer to the Emmys. <laughs> I would love to do that. That'd be wonderful. Thanks, thanks a lot, Kristen. Great to have you back. Thanks. Bye bye. Bye bye. We'll speaking of being back. We'll be right back oh, yeah, in a few back. minutes with the family. <laughs> <laughs>